the 35th episode of Mixtape Book Club. My name is Ellen. And my name is Mel. In each episode, we take an in-depth look at a different trope or subgenre and a huge variety of Destiel fanfiction. And in this episode, we're going to take a look at fix where, um, where Cass is Russian. And to discuss her fic, Life is a Highway, plus I'm sure we'll touch on some other ones as well, uh, we would like to welcome AO3 author Seishin. Hello! Hello! Welcome! <laughs> thank you for having me! Oh, thank you for coming to talk to us, especially yeah. about one of my favourite tropes. <laughs> yes. Okay, so as well as Life is a Highway, uh, we're going to discuss, we've chosen like uh, three reasonably long fix today so there's only three of them um we're going to talk about better than revenge by castiles or swings and finally we've managed to convince mal to talk a little bit about russian to the altar by mal muses (laughs) (laughs) oh man okay (laughs) it's gonna be fine okay well as always, links to all of the fix that we'll be talking about today are going to be available in the post on the mixtapebookclub.com blog and also included in our massive collection of fix on AO3. And we've got to take this opportunity to say a really big thank you to everyone who has supported us in our um, coffee subscription. Um, if you'd like to support us as well, you get access to our Discord server and um, you know, help us decide the topics that we're going to talk about coming up. That is at um, coffee.com slash um, mixtape book club. All right. Russian Cass. Yes. We have to address the fact that we have Misha to blame for Russian Cass, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, big time, big time. <laughs> um, yes. We're not sh- like we shouldn't, I mean, cast dispersions, but when he does talk about uh you know, be having Russian heritage. We're not actually sure how how close to actual Russian heritage he has, but he does speak <laughs> Russian quite like you know convincingly. It's always nice to hear him say things in Russian now and then. <laughs> it is nice, and you know, a language kink is a thing. Let's put that out there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> many people have it, so no shame yeah. on this podcast. It spawned a whole bunch of um, really awesome fics. Um, I don't know. I haven't looked at the numbers, but I think I, I feel like quite a few of them tend to be uh, like Bratva, like mobster type ones. Do you think that's that's yeah. true? Like there's a proportion of them that there's, are... There's quite a few of them. And I think that's probably just because that's such a well-paired trope, because that's something you can't really as easily do if you don't have a Russian character. <laughs> like it would be very weird to try and write a Bratva fic without a Russian character in it but that trope kind of unlocks once you have a Russian character so it's like a it's like a little little road that people start down <laughs> and then they just continue it's the natural progression I think yes so. yeah that's that's true and I mean the trope at all mafia or Bratva related I think it's it's the danger somehow mm-hmm. and I mean you can do so much about it uh, with it and it's just great <laughs> it's a yeah. fun trope it is yeah. and that they're, they're kind of by necessity of the trope quite kind of violent aggressive tropes in some aspects that the way the different mm. fics show that is obviously very different um some fics don't show that aspect at all some do um mm. 
but you're also coming from a show where we watch these guys beat people up every week. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. I feel like it's <laughs> they are yeah, essentially serial killers anyway. Yeah, so <laughs> why not? We just forgive them for it because they, you know they have their reasons. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean uh, the the uh, the tag can on typical violence. It's it's a tag that exists. So yeah. Yes. <laughs> we we're we're obviously okay with it at some. Yeah level yeah yeah and a lot of shows just saying canon typical violence wouldn't be that much but in supernatural that can really encompass mm. a lot of things <laughs> so yeah, that's true that's also true <laughs> yeah uh the the variety um of ways that people actually include like it's interesting to consider um the russian accent like some in some fix that mm-hmm. we, we've done like this in this ep- for this episode um he, it's obvious that he does speak with the Russian accent in his in the actual dialogue, and others um, just seem to write him write it as normal, and then you know you just have to I don't know how to yeah you just have to imagine it more or less yeah yeah that's right uh, well there's different ways that people do it in these effects and I know why I choose the way I do it but I would I'm just interested to hear other people's opinions obviously because you have a language which is written in an entirely different alphabet to what you would mm. write the rest of the fic in. Some people choose to maintain the Cyrillic alphabet. Some people yeah. mm. use um, the Latin alphabet, and in which case you then have the whole issue of there being many possible spellings because you're basically going phonetically. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, transliteration. And some people, yeah. some people kind of avoid actually having them speak very much Russian at all, and they just rely on describing the accent. Mm. Yeah, I so. feel like, like in, in my case, I've I've done, I I did the the one where I used the Latin uh, alphabet, yeah, uh, and and I tried Google Translate, and I had uh, readers who helped me, and I just I felt lost. It was, I I felt it, it didn't work out very good for me, yeah. um, so I feel like I I've been avoiding it, in in newer fix where where he's Russian. I'm just stating that he's speaking Russian instead and maybe that's a little cowardly of me but yeah. I, <laughs> hey, whatever I makes you it's want a, to write it yeah. <laughs> yeah I guess but it's a difficult language <laughs> yeah. for me at least yeah. yeah I ended up doing it the Latin way as well actually like so I did the same in that I did it the Latin way because mm. I knew that obviously my readers were reading it in English and it was more important to me that they knew how cast sounded than how it was spelled. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah. why I decided to go the Latin way. But my experience was that I knew a little bit of Russian a long time ago because I had Russian friends and a Russian uh, housemate for like a long time. Um, oh. Unfortunately, way back then, I was married to a Polish guy, so it was a running joke that my Russian was terrible because I spoke Russian like a Polish person. Um, <laughs> so my accent was just awful. <laughs> and that was a very, very long time ago, and I literally haven't spoken any Russian since then. So I knew going into it, I was like, nothing I produce is going to grammatically be correct, I'm certain. <laughs> like, it's going to be awful. <laughs> Um, I did have somebody that was willing to like grammar check me to start with, which was great. But I soon learned that the issue is, obviously with the, the spelling of it phonetically, you would get somebody commenting 
just being helpful and saying, hey, you know, I think you spelled this wrong. <laughs> so you'd go fix it. Yeah. And then the next week, someone would come back and be like, hey, I- I've noticed you spelled this wrong. And they want you to switch it back to the first way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So in I the end, I, I now yeah. kind of, yeah, I kind of have a general disclaimer now that like, if you notice I have like a word wrong, then please do tell me. But like, as far as the spellings go, it is what mm. it is. It's it's phonetic anyway, really. <laughs> so yeah. 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 All right, well, shall the we get into of writing? Yeah, fun times. Um, shall we get right into talking about the fix? Yes. Who's up first? Mm-hmm. All right, so first up, uh, we've got Life is a Highway by Zation. Um, this was published in 2021, and it's about just under 60,000 words, and it's rated E. Um, would you be willing to read us the summary? Yeah, sure. Um, uh, Original prompt. Uh, College-aged Dean, immigrant Russian Cass. I like the idea of the guy that Dean is falling for slash having sex with, having this whole other life trying to hide it from Dean. Or the one where Dean falls for fellow student Cass, who's so much more than first perceived. Will Dean be able to live with the secret once revealed, or will it doom them both? Exciting, yeah. <laughs> I should yeah. probably reveal my bias up front. I'm very partial to this story <laughs> because it was my prompt in the first place. <laughs> yeah. And uh, just as a disclaimer, uh, the prompt you gave me was great. It had a lot of details. And usually when I get prompts, I, I like to include them in the summaries. Uh, and if they if they have a lot of details like yours, uh, obviously I can't include them all mm-hmm. because it would spoil the fic. So this is just uh, a bit a bit from the prompt. Yeah, like some of the stuff we talked about would definitely have been very spoilery to put up front. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. What was the prompt from? It was like one of the auction, um, the charity uh, auctions. I can't remember which. I think it was one? the fic facer auctions. Yeah, uh, that the fig facer. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Someone because my bought it for you. Yeah, my lovely friend uh, Kitty, who is probably out there listening mm. at some point. Hey, <laughs> um, <laughs> she actually gifted me with this um, auction prize for my birthday, which oh nice, oh, was that's very right. amazing of yeah. her. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was great. Yes, I was very mm. very happy. I I recommend give people things <laughs> for their birthdays. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So this is college students um, who, and sorry, words not happening again. Cass is um, <laughs> like a, he's Russian. Obviously, he's come to the the university, and Dean is like uh, really kind of attracted to him. But it's this is one where Cass is like a he's in a family of um, you know like a mob kind of family. He um it takes Dean is like you know in head over heels like quite early, and it takes him like a while <laughs> to work out what's going on. Like it's um yeah he's he's pretty clueless in this one. <laughs> yeah no you do you do such a wonderful job here of dropping like hints of what's going on the whole way through, and Dean's just like oh there's something a little bit strange here, but oh well. <laughs> 
I always love that in fics because I just think we as readers are there yelling at him just because we we know like we've seen the tags or whatever like read the read the spoilers so we know so we're there yelling at him but like in real life you're Mm. not gonna think that yeah yeah. (laughs) I was thinking that as I read through it's like you might notice something a little bit off but you're just like yeah that's that can't be like that's that's a silly thing to wonder about you know who would who would assume who would assume that this guy you're falling for is in the mob yeah exactly Exactly. that's not gonna come to your mind is it you're probably gonna think like oh he's cheating on me or like something like that beforehand like many other stops the brain train would make before it got to that one yeah yeah and i mean i even tried to i I didn't want to spoil it but Mm -hmm. i thought maybe uh Cass being in the mob, maybe that could be a, a trigger to someone, and maybe I should put it in the tag. So I, I actually discussed it with my beta, and she said you could, you could put it in in, in the author's note. So I have like a link. Yeah, I love to... how you did that. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's in like so pink I... sparkly pen. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it was the first pen I had available. <laughs> yeah, it's a pink sparkly pen. Yeah, <laughs> Cass is in the Russian mob. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing i thought it was great i'd never seen anyone done like that so for anybody listening what we're talking about is embedding a link in your author's notes so that somebody can click if they want the very spoilery trigger warning and it will take them mm. to a separately hosted image with the spoilers mm. posted on it um, which i think is a, a really good idea for people to use where they have something that could possibly be triggering but is also a huge spoiler in that way yeah so the fu- funny thing is, I thought I was clever, but the readers, they figured out he was in a mob in like chapter two or something. So <laughs> I think it's because we, it was we almost expect it, don't we? With, um, yeah, with, like, kind Russian of, because he's Russian. Yeah. 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 Mm. <laughs> the trope was working I, against you. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I, I also would like to add, I know there's an HML coding for uh, spoilers, like you can write slash spoiler and then the text, oh, yeah. and 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 it's supposed to hide the text, but I couldn't get it to work. This is why I have the link instead. Right. Okay. Oh, I spent hours yeah. trying to get this to work. So if someone knows, please tell me. <laughs> please let us know. Yeah. Though we would have yeah. missed out on the pink sparkly pen that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I've got a fig where I've got um where I use um sub, uh what do you call them, um like footnotes like you you click on a, a link on the word and it takes you down to the the end notes and then ah, and then you yeah, can cool. jump back up again kind of thing it's like i don't know if anyone actually uses it because it's kind of tricky and on a phone it's probably a pain in the ass but um <laughs> but it's there and it's possible to do it so i'm sure that there is a way to hide spoilers. that's pretty cool yeah i know uh, i know in um is in comment sections on on other sites I've seen people use it, yeah. so I thought it should be easy, but but no. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> think AO three can be weird like that. Like sometimes the the style like kind of overwrites mm. um, little tricks that you're trying to do with HTML. But anyway, that's interesting. I have to yeah. play with it and see if I can get it working. I, mm. I like it adventures in um, formatting like that. <laughs> it's always fun. <laughs> when they work yeah Yeah, it's not always probably possibly not always a great reading experience for people because it's like you know things aren't what they expect so maybe it's annoying when you're trying to read and then something's not the same (laughs) like what 
Mm. But um, but no, that's cool. Yeah. No, no, I appreciate the sparkly pink pen as well. That's cool. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> One thing I loved about this fic, so um, they're working their way through and they go to the library and they to study and they do all those sort of college student things that we all love in fics like that. I do remember that the cafe that they go to is called Experience with egg at the beginning. <laughs> I loved that. Yeah, yeah, that's actually from. Uh, I mean, I, I I don't know Chicago at all, uh, so I use Google Maps and I zoomed in on the campus and there's a oh, place called re- Experience. It's really there. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. And I looked now at the I menu. So, <laughs> <laughs> so the the things they uh, they order it's it's on the menu for Experience. Brilliant. I use Google for a lot. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one that does that when I write fix. I've, I've actually called I mean, restaurants before, <laughs> like rest, restaurants in other states, just like called them and been like, hey, so do you have this in this meal? <laughs> it's been great. Yeah. Okay. Things that's quite even better. <laughs> One of my favorite things about this fic is the contrast between, like, you know, that behind the scenes, as or at least it becomes increasingly clear to the reader as you go along, <laughs> that behind the scenes... Cass has all this other stuff going on. There's clearly a lot of uh, mob business happening in Chicago. <laughs> but mm. like when he's with Dean, he's just so soft and lovely most of the time. <laughs> yeah. And I just I love the contrast. He's with Dean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't want him to get involved in any of it. No, until it's he too wants late. to keeping up. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, without spoiling yeah. anything. Um <laughs> <laughs> it does become yeah. too late at some point and then yeah. um i liked that he that dean kept seeing him with gabriel but he never told like Cass never told him who gabriel was <laughs> no yeah gabriel's just yeah there, but Cass just loitering. wants to he wants he wants to keep gabe away he doesn't uh yeah Cass is like, which is which is worse, introducing him to the mob in general or introducing him to Gabriel? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Uh, Dean also has a really good like friend group in this um, fic, which I really liked. Yeah. Like, it's not just mm. Dean, like on his own, or just Dean and Sam, or anything like that. Like, he's gone to college and he has come, you know, tap dancing out of the closet into the wider world. <laughs> um, <laughs> And I like that. I like being able to see Dean have that experience. It's fun. Yeah. He's got like, um, you know, Charlie and I think Benny's there a lot and, you know, various friends. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because I was thinking he's in college, right? And you make friends in college, I assume. I haven't gone. (laughs) Since I'm Swedish, we don't don't have college in that sense. But uh, um, yeah, I assume the... Plus, I need I needed him to have friends, you know, so he had someone to talk to. Yep. Aside mm-hmm. from Cass, I needed to fill out the fic. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It can be get very difficult in a fic when you don't have a lot of other characters because you're like, well, how do I explain this information <laughs> without yeah. just like exactly yeah. sitting Can't here just e- exposition dump on people? I need to uh, I need to have it, uh, yeah, you know, sound natural. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, he has a really good friend group in this and I like it my other favorite mm. thing about this actually two favorite things two more favorite things so first <laughs> of all I absolutely love their 
meet cute in this. It's incredibly sexy, and then there ends up being a fight, <laughs> which just makes me happy. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah. that's that's all you. Remember, you told me that. In, well, in yeah, this, I, yeah, I, but you created it. <laughs> There's yeah. nothing better than having this like vague idea where you're like, yeah, that would be fun. I don't have time to write that, and then someone else does it. It's amazing. <laughs> it's great, yeah. I agree. <laughs> and they do it so well. And even though you like kind of know, because when you give someone a prompt, like you kind of know what's going to happen, but you never really know, like how somebody's mm. going to take it and interpret it and make it their own. Yeah. Um, and I really, really loved what you did with this. So especially Cass, he was amazing in this. Yeah. I'm so happy. Yeah. No, he was very like I don't know how you managed to get him to be like confident and sexy but at the same time like just a kitten. I mean it's... <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> I mean it's it's Cass, it kinda of write, writes itself. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true, true. yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was your other favourite thing? <laughs> you had two things. Um I, do I want to spoil this? Because it's something that shows up early in the fic. And as soon as it showed up, I was like, oh, I know what that's going to be used for. And it didn't happen <laughs> until like chapters later. But <laughs> um, <laughs> um, there is a essentially a hook on Dean's apartment wall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I and love mm. the fact that you took the time to place this hook there and describe it in detail. And then just let yep. us forget about it for a while. <laughs> Yeah, mm? and Dean's, Dean's yeah, clueless I mean, about I it mean, for so some, long. Some of the, yeah, some of the readers they um, they instantly knew. They I guess they read my fix before, so they knew. And he's <laughs> so, like, I mean, it was just to hang flowers on. It's, yeah, it's just a hook. So yeah, yeah. He likes having little nice hanging baskets. <laughs> that's what that's yeah. like. Perfectly normal. Yeah. I love it. So yes, as I guess a slightly spoilery disclaimer, this fic does get a little kinky in places. <laughs> just a little uh, bit. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say it's like overly. It's kind of. What did you tag it as? Let's see. Mm. Yeah, you, you said light. So yeah, I'm going with that. I agree with that. <laughs> so yeah, but it's it's a it's... lot of fun. I like it. It's just a very fun fic. I think like it's not one of those where there's like huge dramatic about amounts of angst or whatever like even at the point where you know that to a certain extent Cass is lying and Dean doesn't know yet and all these other things and you're kind of mm. waiting for shit to hit the fan like the mm. way the fic is written there's never any doubt in the reader's mind I don't think that at some point they'll work it out we just want to see how they get there yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I gotta admit uh, I had a lot of fun uh, writing the fic like the, the little instances, the little glimpses uh, that Dean gets, the the moment where he goes, huh? Those those were fun to write. And I remember I sat down with my beta and I said, we need to come up with scenes, stuff that happens to Dean. So uh, we had a whole list and I, yeah, picked yeah. some. So I guess we should probably explain to anybody who wants to know who hasn't read it yet. Uh, the general overall concept is that Dean meets Cass one night um, in a bar there is a fight afterwards which Dean gets himself involved in because he assumes mm. it's a fight about one thing and it's definitely a fight about something else <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. but obviously nobody tells him that but they mm. do kind of gain some respect for Dean the fact that he 
jumped in and helped them and everything else. Mm. And so suddenly Dean's life starts getting just a little better. <laughs> the yeah. universe is greasing easier. the wheels of life for him all of a sudden, or somebody else is. <laughs> yes. It's... Yeah, I liked mm-hmm. how that um, developed as well. There's like a thread of um, uncertainty for Dean because Cass keeps paying for things for him and like, uh, help. Like, you know, at one point he gives him like a grand gesture type of gift. I don't want to spoil what that mm. sort of thing is, but um, Dean's really, it takes him a while to come around to enjoying that sort of thing. <laughs> like, he, At first he's like, oh, you don't have to do that. I can... <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm making my own way. I don't need people to buy mm. me things. But then eventually he's like, actually, it is kind of nice to have a rich boyfriend <laughs> who <laughs> buys what? me things. I do deserve this. <laughs> <laughs> I think my favourite one was um, the little one with the umbrella. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where, like, yeah. Like, it's raining and Dean has forgot his umbrella and yet he doesn't really put that much thought into how weird it is that somebody just like appears and <laughs> yeah someone just hands him an alone and wanders off <laughs> he's so like, like huh. <laughs> yeah that was that was nice thank you yeah, yeah. Hmm. like yeah, all these think... nice things keep happening to me recently chicago sure is great <laughs> <laughs> yes probably probably around that point i'd be i'd be like am i on a tv show or something like what, what is going on here yeah yeah. Where's jumping yeah. out? Am I in a fanfic? <laughs> <laughs> That's yes, what I think. Yes, now. you are. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun, and even more with that like little edge where you know that you're waiting for the shit to hit the fan because <laughs> it's not mm. <laughs> like you know something's going to happen, especially if you've read um, Station's fic before, and I have read all of them, <laughs> so I knew <laughs> I was like yes. something's happening at some point, and obviously I knew like some yeah. other stuff with the prompt, though I kind of left the ending very like open for interpretation mm. which i'm glad i did because i got to be surprised about some stuff <laughs> but, well yeah. i'm happy you liked it i loved it thank yeah, you so much great. for writing it i was i was 100 percent going to see if they did fake faces again this year and try and get some more fix but i think we have to wait until next year for another fake faces now all right yeah i got uh, an email actually uh, and they they asked if I uh, wanted to join again, mm-hmm. and I told them uh, I didn't have time this year. And then I got another email uh, later when uh, where, where they said that a lot of people had said that they didn't have time, so they okay. would post- postpone to next year. Yeah, yeah. it's 2022 has been a rough year, <laughs> so it it's... has kind of yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. So, but do you think we'll see more Russian casts or mob fix from you in general in the future? Yeah, I think definitely Russian Cass, at least. I do like him yeah, in, in general, so yeah, I think so. So I think we should probably mention a couple of your other ones. Um, I just pulled the ones that I mm. had read like off the top of my head, which were um, mm. The Right Kind of Wrong and For the Rest of My Life. I read both of those, <coughs> um, which are mm. both Russian Cass fics. Um, I think they are... Off the top of my head, let me. I'll oh, let me just pull them up. I think they're older ones of yours. Like just yeah, uh, the right kind of wrong, especially is is really old. That yeah. was um, two thousand. That was actually. Yeah. yeah, that was how I met my beta. She was the one who prompted me for that one. Oh, mm. nice. Mm. It's nice when you make fanfic so. connections. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I love it. 
some of my best friends. Yeah. So, in that case, the right kind of wrong is um, a human AU with some kind of light dom sub stuff going on, and for the rest of my life is Omegavus, if I remember right. Yeah. Uh, yes, it is. So something for everyone. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> are they are they both mob type ones as well, or um, just? You know, I use it. Uh, the right kind of wrong. Uh, the right kind of wrong is is uh, he's in, in the mob. Yeah. In that one, Cass is, and I think Dean is uh, he's not in the mob, but he's also kind of a criminal. The Winchesters they do criminal stuff as well, so he's, he's kind of organized game. criminal, but still criminal. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and I mean, for for the rest of my life, it's just uh, high school, meet cute sweethearts. Yeah, that's a very sweet story, really. So. Yeah. And if I remember right, it has some very adorable like timestamps at the end too. So. Yeah. Awesome. And yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. outing myself mm-hmm. as a Zation stan today. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Okay. Okay. So yes, if you like Russian cast and lots of other things, because um, Zation has an entire library of fic to choose from on AO3. <laughs> plenty of Russian cast in there. Okay, the next story that we're going to talk about today is Better Than Revenge by Castiel's Lost Wings. This one is much more recent. Um, it just finished up in May of this year. Um, and it is just under 150,000 words, um, 20 chapters, so this is quite a chunky one. I think it just takes the crown as the longest one that we will be looking at today. Um, and there we go. Sorry, <laughs> I lost my tab. The, um, <laughs> and the summary goes like this. Dean Winchester is hashtag blessed. He's got a great family, a million followers on social media, ad endorsements coming out of his extremely fine Omega ass, and he's about to graduate with a hard-won master's degree in computer engineering. Said degree is an escape hatch to the life he craves, away from the scripted roles his well-meaning father keeps trying to corral him into. Dean's a lot of things, but he's not cut out to be a Don, or to fall in love. Cassiel Kreslik is a ruthless, hardened alpha underboss for the Russian Mafia, and his only soft spot is for his daughter. When she is sent away to the US in hopes of a better life, Castiel follows, reluctantly moving a chunk of the operation with him. His marching orders are clear. First order of business is to send a message to John Winchester, Don of the enemy local syndicate. The easiest way to do that? Use his son. Sounds easy, but Castiel wasn't expecting to fall head over heels or for Dean to want him back. What's an alpha to do when a beautiful Omega and an unorthodox mob boss have him questioning everything, abandoning his past <coughs> excuse me, and all of its pain for something much better than revenge? <laughs> so, uh, this is Omegaverse. Yes. The, it's like it's entirely from Dean's point of view, so we should probably say mm-hmm. that at, at the beginning we don't know like apart from what you read in the in the um, summary, we don't know that Cass is in the is is Bradford. We know that Bradford yes. is in town. Like they they've heard that there's there's Russians in town, but they, they don't know that that no one realizes for a little while that Cass is like one of them. But yeah, um, it one comes of the out I, over time. Yeah, yeah. I said that's actually one of the things I really like about how. Um, Castiel's Lost Wings did this fic because you are solely in Dean's point of view you're kind of very focused on the love story aspect to start with yeah. and you're just yeah. seeing like 
you know, as a reader, you notice all of these text messages that Dean's not answering and the phone calls that he's missing and the things that his dad is saying that he's kind of not listening to because he's thinking about Cass or (laughs) something like that. Um, And so you pick up on the fact that there are some things happening that Dean should really be paying attention to, but he's just not. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, this, they uh, are definitely like, uh, you know, head over heels, like really early on. It's like the um, true mate thing. I think mean, one of the things I love about this, oh, there's, there's quite a few things that I love about this one. It's, it's, it's a great story. Um, yes. And I'm sorry it took me so long to actually read it. it it's been um, complete for a little while now. but um, Yeah, and I wanted to leave comments, but I knew that we were doing it on the podcast. So I was like, nope nope (laughs) don't do it that way you can like talk about it yeah um one of the things i really love about it is um with the megaverse often uh there's this true mates aspect where you know they they it's love at first sight basically they see each other and they're compatible and they fall in love whatever immediately like in a biological way (laughs) not just in a yeah they're not just attracted to each other but this um she's introduced this well it might have been an older thing that I'm only just discovering, but this true mate compatibility thing. Yeah, I've seen things like it. Yes, we talked about this in a, a past episode, uh, maybe our soulmates yeah. episode, that where where we said that rather than having like you know a soulmate or love at first sight, it's more like a you are more compatible with some people than with others, and in this case, they just happen to be extremely compatible with each other, so they're not actually like there's no click for true mates like they're not definitely that but they're just you know really really their scents are compatible together and you know all that kind of omegaverse yeah. stuff that we enjoy reading about and there's no relationship drama um all of, you know all of the 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 tension in this is external basically they're they're just always just in love the whole time <laughs> it's so sweet and even where there could be like tension points like when it gets revealed who Cass is and this kind of stuff like there could be drama there but it's done in such a way that that drama is bypassed um which is quite nice so yeah I I actually enjoy that because I I like I like it in fix when when Dean and Cass they're fine but yeah the drama is is like you said it is external I enjoy that better yeah, there's no sort of breakup. They're just yeah, they're just compatible, and and they they definitely have to have a couple of conversations here and there, but they do it, and it's mm. not overly. They actually dramatic, use their so words. Great, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we can talk about this fic without mentioning John in this fic. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so Castiel's Lost Wings, just like the rest of us, I think is is very prone to using our beloved um john winchester's a plus parenting tag when we're doing fanfic like i think we all do it at some points um yeah yeah. and it's fun to write that way but for this one (laughs) she decided to just go completely the other way yeah so john is like the world's like because he is the head of um the mafia in I don't think it's ever actually mentioned specifically what city they're in. This is one of those stories where it technically could be anywhere. Yeah. Um, but he is top dog in charge there, and he is planning on um, having Dean take over for him one day. So he wants to make sure that all of his men respect Dean. 
Um, and to make sure that they do that, he basically is like the world's most LGBT positive parent you could possibly get. Like this, <laughs> yeah. the, this mob have like rainbow patches on their jackets. They have like they yes. sponsor pride events. Like John is out there on the front lines. He's almost obnoxiously kinda, supportive. I, I like it when they do. Yeah, when, when they do John like that sometimes. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a fun. lot of fun. It's a fun twist. Yeah. It's to the point where at some point Dean is just like, alright, this is just embarrassing now. This is too much. (laughs) (laughs) Dial it back. (laughs) Yeah. And the other thing I love about John um, is that that because um, Cass has obviously got Claire there. So he's got, he brought his daughter with him from Russia to get away from, you know, the mob there. Uh, And Claire is like, I don't know, four or five years old and just adorable, like, just a hellion basically um but but john takes one look at her and's like that's my granddaughter and so she's like <laughs> just wraps him around her finger like, right from the beginning and he's so adorable with her and he buys her yes. like princess beds and like it's just really sweet it's, like, it's amazing it's like my mob will have a princess <laughs> Yeah, it's just brilliant. And Dean knows, like, right from the start, he's like, oh, you're bringing her here? Oh, God, my father is going to be, (laughs) you know, just nuts about this. (laughs) So, super cute. And we also, the other thing that we can't go past mentioning uh, for this fic is that Dean is, like, an Instagram influencer. Like, he's always posting um, pictures, like, thirst trap type pictures and doing product endorsements and stuff like that. So that's kind of scattered throughout as well, which is really funny. I love them. Yeah, and it's actually used in a really good way as well to like illustrate how different Dean is with Cass compared to other people that he's been with. Um to the point of like including him on his Instagram and risking like <laughs> air quotes happening over here like ruining his brand and that kind of stuff um yeah. without even thinking about it. Of course, it, as it soon just as, felt natural straight away. As soon as he starts showing Cass in, in his images or whatever, everyone, all his fans are like, oh, show us more of the hot alpha. <laughs> so, yeah. It's like... And who can blame them? Yeah, why not? It's life imitating art. No, art imitating life. Yeah, that way around. Um, <laughs> and I think we have to talk about Sam as well. Um, <laughs> and yeah. something that I've seen like increasingly in, in fix in the past, like year or so since the incidents (laughs) since the winchesters were announced and that there was that slight social media incident (laughs) um that it is included in this fic in like an in-character way and i've seen a few fics do it now but i love the way it's done in this one (laughs) it's so good Um, it works so well really perfectly done (laughs) sam's just like gutted Wish I could have heard, the, heard about this from you myself. It's just so good. Um, so, yes. And it really plays into the whole, like, social media drama aspect of this. Yep. It works perfectly. It's very meta. I love it. Their their characterization. I don't know if this is in the tags or anything, but it's almost like that uh, the Hunter Corp type feel. Like, you know, that episode where they came, the two of them came from the other um universe uh, and they were yeah the the other yeah yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. dean got that seems kind of much more like that it. dean yeah mm-hmm. yeah and sam as well like i got i got that yes. feeling from him too like you know they're much more sure and kind of 
oh you you're doing that well that's no good like you know i don't know i got that kind of vibe from yeah it. And that's that's actually really fun we should encourage that in morphix yeah really. yeah <laughs> because th those two are awesome <laughs> yes yeah very fun, funny fun things to play with yeah have I gushed it? I think I've gushed about almost all of my favourite things now. I think in this one, um, uh, the Russian accent is a lot more pronounced in this one. Like, she does things like leaving out words from when it, when Cass is speaking to make it feel more like the the cadence of a Russian accent. Like, yeah. So he's he can speak very very good English because obviously being high up in Bradford, he he learned <laughs> like yes. He, speaks really good English but he kind of forgets it a little bit when he's horny or when he's angry which is like 90% of the fic <laughs> so... Yeah. so yeah it's quite fun um I think we have to mention Charlie as well like best and most patient fucking wing woman ever oh, yeah. in this fic um, <laughs> like she puts up with a lot that poor girl <laughs> but she also laughs at them when <laughs> <laughs> being ridiculous yes. she is us for sure yeah i don't really i kind of don't want to spoil like the actual plot of this one necessarily because like i said the relationship part is good there's not a lot of drama there but there is a lot of plot with the mob stuff so yeah kind of don't want to spoil that <laughs> um but it's though i do like in the, the fit, it, like it's one of those ones where we have a first chapter where <laughs> like Cass is just a creeper in a trench coat and obviously we know who he is but Dean's just like alright <laughs> creeper in a trench coat weird yeah. <laughs> and I love that because so, you just know like just give it another couple of chapters Dean <laughs> I mean there's just some really delicious smut basically yeah there's I mean, some there's amazing a... art but I definitely don't want to spoil the art oh, because the it's art, just yeah. hilariously yeah. brilliant yes. like you just you have to be in the moment to get it so there, there is some Brilliant art from Category 4 out there, so. <laughs> we should probably move on again. <laughs> Sorry. No, we can, t we can talk about this one for like another half hour, I'm good. Because <laughs> uh, you don't want to go on to the next one. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. I guess you can introduce the next one. I will introduce the next one. I won't make you read your own um, <laughs> summary with this one. Okay, so. Rush Please don't. Rush into the altar. <laughs> Um, it's by Mel Muses. It was published in 2019. Um, I think you published it serially, didn't you? And it it sort of ended just before all the COVID stuff kicked off. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just in those glory days where it was just before everything was fine. <laughs> we were so hopeful. Yeah. <sighs> Random salt. Um, it's 144,000 words and it is explicit for sure. So the um, <laughs> very, explicit. <laughs> very explicit. The summary goes like this: I need you to marry Castiel. They weren't the words Dean expected to hear from his business partner's mouth before their bakery slash chocolate shop opened for the day. He'd been quite happy being single, and who the fuck was Castiel anyway? It turned out that Castiel was a Russian erotic novelist in need of a ticket to America, and Dean, well, Dean was a last resort. So we've got Russian erotic novelist who does yoga and sort of, I guess it's definitely not a spoiler to say that he's a dom and no. <laughs> that's, he's that's quite a big feature here. It's like <laughs> ticking, you know, lots of boxes for being like 
the most amazing fic ever written. I, I love this. This is one of, one of my favourite fics to read, to read and reread. I discovered <laughs> just recently when I was rereading it. Um, because it's great. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we, I, I have questions for you about this. That um, Oh, God. Okay. Tell us. Bracing myself. No, 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 no. There's, it's not like that. I'm not. I haven't written them down or anything. I'm just thinking <laughs> on the fly here uh, because I'm kind of interviewing you now. Um, tell us about how this fic came to be. Was this? Did you get prompted for this one, or was it just you just wanted to write a Russian thing? Or no, how did, how this one, this one is me. Um, I was discussing. I can't remember who I was discussing it with. I think it was some lovely old fandom friends of mine. Uh, J Scribbles and Sopscribbles. I was discussing with them um, various different like accent kinks and how we'd found a few like fun fix out there for that, but there definitely needed to be more. Yeah. And whenever I get that feeling when I'm reading something, it just I just kind of file it away in the back of my head and go, okay, one day I'll write a fic for that. One day. Yeah. Um, and then I had an entirely separate discussion with somebody else um, about using like your own experiences of things for fic and we were actually talking about like that whole thing you know where they tell writers like oh write what you know um and we were saying actually most of the time that's kind of bullshit but (laughs) um yeah it kind of is yeah yeah um but if you do have experiences that you should use then then why not like turn them turn them into fic that's great so it, it was just kind of bubbling away in the back of my head and i had just finished writing something really angsty I can't remember what it was now but like something big and and angsty where people die and terrible things happen it might have been under the nothing sky actually (laughs) um and I was like I just need something tropey and fun and silly and so my head just immediately smashed together Russian Cass immigration fic um because I had those two like recent conversations in my head and I intended for this to be a like a one shot when I started <laughs> oh no <laughs> we, we've all done that yeah <laughs> and then I started talking about it with my friends <clears throat> and just kind of brainstorming out ideas about things that had happened to me during my immigration process to America and things that um, had happened to friends of mine that I knew um, I had never had I written, I don't think I'd written BDSM in this detail before here. I think I've maybe written like little one shots, um, just like kind of porn with plot type stuff. Yeah. Um, and I don't think I'd ever written it in this detail. And I have no idea what possessed me to suddenly go, you know what? I can put all of that in here. I'll just take <laughs> everything I'm thinking of writing and just put it all in one thing. Yeah, you did. I don't like, know what really possessed me at the time. <laughs> It's because I was on this kick at the time where I was like, look, tropes aren't bad. <laughs> They're no. not. Tropes no. are good. They're good things. And I was like, you know what? If you're telling people that, like, get out there and walk the walk. Write the tropey fic. <laughs> yeah, and um, we all thank you for this. Yes, it's such an amazing like um, group of, of tropes together. That <laughs> just, like, yeah. just makes it really awesome. Oh, thank you. And not only does it have the, the BDSM and the um, Russian stuff, it's also like a bakery. It's also got like, you know, a fake relationship that turns out to be a real one. And <laughs> it's got lots of different. I love that trope. 
I mean, the, the fake relationship thing, uh, the fake boyfriend, uh, I just love it. So, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I get people telling me a lot that they really enjoy the fact that this fic is tagged idiots to lovers and then idiots mm. even when they're already lovers actually <laughs> yeah yeah um, like yes like if you don't want to bang their heads together at some point then i did it wrong <laughs> <laughs> yeah but but actually i think i mean it's it's, it's like you said there are misunderstandings miscommunication but it's not drama for the sake of drama which i really appreciate it, yeah. it just works in the fic and that's great yeah, yeah. I'm glad yeah because I, I don't I'm not a fan of like drama for the sake of drama myself either so no. but I wanted like certain things to happen while somehow sidestepping mm. that <laughs> so I'm glad that <laughs> I'm glad that I managed <laughs> yep so the bits of the immigration process that you went through uh, like the interviews and the, all of that stuff do you really had to do that <laughs> like, yes Oh yep. god. So this has been for anybody who doesn't know Yeah, anybody who doesn't know me, which is probably gonna be most people <laughs> I mean, yeah, like Ellen knows me, but like not everybody else does. So I am a British Cypriot that immigrated to America about I don't know nine years ago now? I don't know. Whenever it was. Um so the the process that Cass went through, minus the whole like fake relationship part, <laughs> um, I I have been through. <laughs> Just want to clear that up. Don't want like yes, you, you know, did. You didn't really marry the, your partner to to get to America, right? To get a green card? No, <laughs> that that was definitely not what happened. Because um, it turns out it's a lot of work and it's very expensive. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Um, in this one, like one of the things I didn't really highlight on was you know how much it actually costs to immigrate in the first place um yeah and how that kind of is a barrier to immigration for a lot of people to legal immigration for a lot of people mm. um because you know i would mention that Cass filled out these forms and sent them off and in this story like Cass is moderately well off like he's by no means rich but he is a working author with a like a sizable back catalog of books so he has mm. a, like a, a decent income, so he could afford to pay for all that. So it's not really focused on very much. Um, but it was the opposite for me, because the thing in America is that if you are not completely immigrated yet, you don't have a social security number. So nobody will hire you. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So I was not allowed to work for like the first, um, like it took me nearly two years to get through. The immigration process. Oh, so, wow. Two. Yeah, it was. It was that's, rough. That's so a lot longer than I thought. Yeah, I mean, two years. It's... Yes, and you, you have to think as well. Mm. Like I'm lucky. I was coming from a country where I already spoke pretty much the language, and um, mm. you know, I had like a good employment history and and that kind of stuff. So I was lucky with my immigration. I had that going for me. Yeah. Um, but mm. obviously, a lot of people don't. So it would be even harder for them. But. Yeah, I so. think it's similar. Uh, I, I don't, I can't speak from any kind of authority on this, but I think the process is pretty similar for emigrating to Australia. But I'm pretty sure that you're allowed, if you're here on a, you can get like kind of a bridging visa that can, yeah. that lets you work, I think. Whereas I think in the yeah. US it's a lot you harder. You can do to that here that if income. you have. Um certain jobs certain job that's certain jobs that are kind of in need or you can 
Um, if you're being kind of sponsored by somebody, they will let you come here and you can be under certain, you know, certain circumstances, they'll issue you a social security number so you can work and that kind of stuff. But that unfortunately did not happen to me. <laughs> that yeah. was not my experience. Um, possibly because I had been doing um, financial government work beforehand. Um, and I actually do that now, but it's an entirely different, you know, like you're moving countries, the, the, the laws are different, the yep. governing bodies are different. So mm. all the work experience I had was kind of rendered irrelevant by moving here. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, there was, I unfortunately was not at the time a published thriving erotic novelist with a giant catalogue <laughs> that someone can hide in their closet. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm pretty sure we can spoil things in, in this fic because I doubt anyone's listening to this who actually hasn't read it yet. <laughs> but I loved that yeah. that Dean, um, I think he already <laughs> knew the books. Is that right? He knew, like, when he realised who, who like, Cass was, like, um, what, what his books were. I don't know if he already recognised No, I, Gabriel had definitely told him that that's what Cass's job was. Um, but I don't think yeah, until... I don't. I don't think he he knows the books. I think they go to a bookstore. Yeah, doesn't he? And yeah, he kind of. Yeah, I thought he realized quite him. the extent of what Cass was actually writing. Like he kind yeah, of assumed. Yeah, and then and he buys them. He goes. Yeah, he buys them. Buys yeah, all of that's them. what I was going to say. Like as soon as he realizes what's going on, he just becomes his biggest fan. <laughs> like just buys yeah. all of them and hides them in his cupboard. Which you know. Every writer needs a dean, right? Like, yeah. you, know, you move in to like For a roommate sure, yeah. and they buy your entire back catalogue. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, please. More of that, yes. <laughs> yeah. And he's, he's so cute about it when, when Cass actually finds out what he's done. He's like, oh, really? You did that? <laughs> uh, it's very cute. And by that point, there's like, you know, dog eared pages and passages yeah. that have been highlighted. And like... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he's stolen his, like, the, the draft yeah, you... of the new book. <laughs> mm. Yes. There are even highlights. There are notes. Doesn't he say that? I think Cass says. Yes. There are even notes. And Dean's like, you, you knew. I, well, I, read your, I, I read your manuscript. <laughs> you knew. Yeah, and Cass's like, oh, no, you read it quite this much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, some people, um, I think, wanted, uh, did want some kind of like drama there with like Cass being um, like mad at Dean for taking the manuscript. But I, I always just answer them with the same thing. I'm like, no, Cass 100% left that there deliberately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like he had no reason. It's actually mentioned like throughout was... the fic how anal Cass is about like keeping the house tidy and like putting yeah. things in their right places. I was, I was thinking that he's super anal about everything, but that he leaves out so I was like nah nah <laughs> he, he wanted Dean to find it <laughs> yes yeah. I mean he, he wrote it about Dean so at that point he's like I'm just gonna yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> yep yeah Cass was playing the long game on that one uh I you do kind of knock want to knock their heads together by that point I think because it's like it's really you know you know how are you not realizing what's happening here <laughs> no. uh yeah, so if good. we're talking about that aspect of it, I think we need a moment of silence for Gabriel in this story because. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> he a hundred percent knows what's happening. <laughs> oh, he's so supportive through the whole thing. Actually, all of their friends and everything um, are so supportive, and they all know what's going on. Before, like you know, they uh, most of the time they believe that it's real. Like, 
Um, only yeah. Gabe is the one who knows that it's not supposed to be, and Sam. But yeah, um, yeah. you know they're they're very supportive. Like it's Sam's supportive as well. He's just like not supportive in the way that um, you know he wants what's best for both of them, but he doesn't want Dean to go there. <laughs> like he's like. Mm. What are you doing? Yeah, You're gonna get I, him kicked out. You're gonna get yourself put in jail. <laughs> like, yeah, it's the it's the classic Sam, the voice of reason. Yeah, I like it. We need it in the fix because we have Dean on the other end. So yeah, <laughs> gotta balance him out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think my favorite scene to write with Sam was this one where he's talking to Dean in the kitchen, like about halfway through the fic, and like Sam's literally like having a bit of a crisis, trying to decide how he's supposed to react to this, because. On the one hand, he wants to tell Dean to, like, don't even go there. Don't do this. That's stupid. It was stupid enough of you to do this in the first place. Um, yeah. Like, mm. that's what he wants to do. But on the other hand, he's like, no, no, you're, you're my brother. You are worth that. Excuse me. Because oh, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> he knows that Dean is thinking that basically he's not worthy of being with Cass and that Cass won't want to be with him and that kind of stuff. So Sam is just stood there like, there is no right answer <laughs> that I can give you. <laughs> no, but I, I like it when Sam is like, excuse you, you're you're good enough because you're my brother and you deserve it. Yes. So, yeah, I like it. Yeah, Aww. especially we, we do get like a tiny bit into, um, and we will like later in one of my planned timestamps get into it a little bit more, but the we do get a little bit into how Sam and Dean were raised in this and mm with Dean very much raising Sam himself as a father figure so mm. it's it's tough for Sam because <laughs> like he wants Dean to have the world but Dean gets in his own way a lot <laughs> yeah he, he does have a tendency for it yeah yeah I think uh, I just have to mention one of the things that I uh, it's just a small detail but when I was reading it and and Cass was uh, he, he wanted to drink vodka and he mentioned the bison grass vodka. Yes. It's and he was like, this mm-hmm. is better. Yeah. And I, w- I remember putting down the fig and I was like, hang on a minute. Went to my liquor cabinet <laughs> and I have I have a bottle of the bi- bison <laughs> vodka. And I was like, I, no. I got to taste it. <laughs> it's so it, it's so old. But I tasted it and it was really good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, Cass is onto something here. Yes. <laughs> so See, the th- man knows his vodka. Fun. <laughs> yeah, it really does. Yeah, and yep. so, like oh. the vodka that we get here is like swill water compared to like the actual real Russian vodka. Um, yeah, Cass is a yeah. little horrified by American yeah. vodka. <laughs> yeah. So the funny thing that um, I had to like specifically write in the fic because I knew that people would assume otherwise is that the the which is kind of one of those things that if you didn't know me, nobody would ever know that this was a reference to my own <laughs> like experience. But um, yeah, the, the vodka that Cass likes so much isn't actually Russian anyway, it's Polish, <laughs> which he uh, actually has yeah. to mention. <laughs> like it's, it's not Russian vodka, but it's really good. <laughs> so there you go. All these little details that you added in. <laughs> I'm sure I've forgotten half of them now because I am not somebody that can really reread. Uh, my own work and when I finally agreed to cover mm. this one I was like okay I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna read it and I got a few chapters <laughs> in and just wanted to edit it so badly I had to just close it I was like nope I oh, can't do yeah. it <laughs> um, can't, can't relate do it. on that yep 
It did, yeah. It did give me the motivation to start working on the next next timestamp as well, though. So there at least was a good reason oh, for me yeah. to go back into it. it yeah, it that's good. But... <laughs> well, you've got you got one timestamp out already. Uh, yes. And so you've got another one coming soon. <laughs> Do yeah, tell. I have another one written. It is completely written. It is. It's a gift for my lovely friend Heather, who is out there. Um, it's completely written. It needs editing. Um, once I'm back in a position in life where I can post things regularly, that will be going up. And then I have also started another one because <laughs> I actually have five. I have five completely planned out timestamps for this for this fic, which were planned out like at the same time the fic was planned out. Like they've been planned the whole time. Oh wow! And the one the one thing that when I was kind of looking around googling for inspiration for the actual plot for this fic. The one thing that popped out at me that was kind of the main prompt and was the reason why Cass ended up being a writer in this um, doesn't even turn up until the second timestamp. (laughs) Like I finally got like squeezed that little tiny nick in there and it did not even not even until the second one. (sighs) So yeah, I really backed myself into a corner with this fic with this one shot I started writing. Uh, you've got some really lovely, um, like, Dom subtypes smut in here too. Uh, very hot. Yes. So thank you. <laughs> thank you for the pornography. I'm glad you like it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think because it was so explicit and there was so much of it out there, like, I got some very weird anonymous Tumblr asks while I was posting this thing. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sorry, this is not, like, a... BDSM agony aunt okay. service. I'm going to have to direct you elsewhere. Boundaries. <laughs> like, no, people. I'm not doing that. Boundaries. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm somebody who considers myself to have like pretty low boundaries anyway. And then like with friends, I don't really have any. But <laughs> with random strangers on the internet, I'm like, hmm. How yeah. About <laughs> <laughs> well, as as uh, on top of the actual, um, you know, smart stuff, there is also this very lovely. Um, you know, friendship and, you know, eventual relationship between them that starts right from the start with him walking into the bakery and them just being like, oh, my God. <laughs> so thank you. It's a delight to read. Um, I have to say that I asked a few people online to tell me what they loved most about this story because I wasn't sure okay. how much hiding under the pillows you were going to do. <sighs> I've tried to be so good. Do you have to? You have. You've been really good. No, I do have to because I asked. I told people I would read it out, so I'll just quickly go over some of it. Um, My Destiel Baby 67 said, The thing I love most about this is the fact that it's true idiots to lovers, which is one of my all time favorite tropes. And um, the whole thing is brilliant from start to finish. You have troubles stepping away once you start. Um. Purple Squid, who is one of the uh, like a lot of these people are from our um, a- ABHL group that we where we all uh, some of them I haven't actually met in person yet, but we you know they're all really lovely people. So Purple Squid said it's in love is one of my favourite tropes uh, again. Um, <laughs> Russian does it so well. Neither of them wants to jeopardise anything, um, but even though they're into each other from the start and. The bits of Russian in the fic are adorable, especially when Dean starts learning and understanding the cute little pet names. 
Um, we didn't mention that before, mm. but De- I love that Dean um, starts taking the Duolingo classes and learns some Russian. So, you know, he's got that <laughs> up his sleeve for later in the fic when he actually says something and he understands what it is. Uh, I also love the super self-aware rom-com moments at the end of the fic. Um, like we didn't mention that either, but uh, that's a kind of a major spoiler, but that's an extra trope you shoved in there at the end <laughs> where they're, you know, resolving things at the end. Yes, that one is very cheesy rom-com and I just, I had to lampshade, lampshade it and have Cass address it. <laughs> like they're all very aware of what's going on at the time, but ah, I'm like, I look like I have a sunburn right now. <laughs> I'm not finished yet. Okay, Breeze Rangers says oh, everyone no. is true to character. Dean tries to look after everyone. Um, Cass has his trench coat, even though it's an AU. Mm. Um, <laughs> it's all it has all the makings of an a good rom com, and until your heart is racing and things go so far downhill, and you're yelling at Mal, um, <laughs> and it's. Um, it's a gateway fic to a BDSM fetish. I wonder how many people read this and then suddenly discovered that they enjoyed reading about this kind of type of thing. Look, according <laughs> to those Tumblr asks a lot. <laughs> <Okay>. Yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, Breeze Ranger yeah. says five stars, highly enjoyable fic, ticks all the boxes. Um, and Rupert Gaze, uh, we've spoken about one of their fics before, I believe, fairly recently, but said that uh, it's in, it's on so many recommended lists on Tumblr and it, I'm a bit in love with Russian cast conceptually and in fics and you can definitely mention to Mal that I think the fic hit an iconic status in the fandom. Uh, <laughs> when I think of Russian cast, yeah, for, for sure. this is the one that pops into my mind first. So there mm. you go. There were a bunch of other people who also um, sent me things, but um, I won't go into all of them because I think Mal's about to combust from I'm expiring uh, <laughs> but it's, it's well loved oh, in the thank fandom thank you so much so, to all those people that was so nice and you know it's it's funny because even though like numbers wise this isn't my like what you would say is my most popular fic data wise like yeah. it's definitely one of the ones I get the most interaction about um, yeah. which is lovely and everyone's so nice Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I wonder, since we've t- talked about the tropiness of it, like, I think that that might be partially why, like, it's got so many things in it that people love to read about. And when they're all packed into a fic that's so well written, it sort of instantly becomes everyone's favourite, you know? <laughs> yeah, it was a little challenging to juggle the tropes and have them kind of all get their due in it um that was actually one of the most challenging things to do about the fix i think sometimes if you put too many tropes in a fic it can just be it can kind of end up a bit of a mess or like too like too much to keep track of or or involved and i was very worried about Mm. running into that with this one um yeah so i think you did really well yeah thank you there's definitely some some skills in pulling it all together absolutely um (laughs) <laughs> hey i've read lots right. of other russian fics can i talk about some of those yes i think we better because um we're running out of time uh, a little bit okay thank you no honestly thank you so much and thank you for to all the lovely people that sent you comments as well you're very welcome <laughs> um, 
All right, tell us about some other fics that um, are in this trope. Um, so, yeah, one of the reads I have to recommend um, if you like Russian Chaos is the Southside Swing series by Tiamat V. Um, so this is actually a series of six one-shots, um, and they do follow on from each other, but they each kind of have their own self-contained little story. Um, this is also, this is like we were talking about earlier, there are quite a lot of mob-related Russian fics out there. Um, and this is one where Dean's family are... <coughs> Um, basically control most of Chicago and uh, there's uh, <laughs> there are some some Bratva running around and it actually begins with Dean having a really lovely one night stand with a handsome messy haired man in a trench coat <laughs> that he just mm. happens to meet in a bar um, and then the next morning goes to this meeting with an opposing <laughs> um an opposing family force, shall we say? And uh, yeah, there's his one night stand staring him in the face. So oh, no. <laughs> yes, um, and they, you know, as the series goes on, they continue seeing each other, and their relationship develops. Um, but it's, Cass is wonderful in this because he's very, very Cass. Honestly, <laughs> like he's kind of stoic. He doesn't waste his words. Um, he's he's genuinely nice but prone to very excessive violence if you piss him off (laughs) so like he's he's actually wonderful um in this and it's one of those ones where you end up loving the characters so much you kind of forget that they're criminals for a bit (laughs) and then something happens and you're like oh okay (laughs) um so yeah i i have to recommend this to anybody who likes russian cast who likes uh mob stories um please go and check it out it's extremely well written i love um tia's writing so much especially in Mm -hmm. this series it just pulls you in and it's it's not very long the first one shot is twelve thousand words um and it's one of those fics that i have reread probably 50 times I, I stopped mm. mentioning in her comments when I went back to say that I reread it because it got embarrassing. Because <laughs> <So, laughs> occasionally I would just be like, rereading this now? I've, I've given up now. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's really good. It's really good. The characters are just wonderful and you will fall in love with the characters and you will be rooting for this relationship to work out between these two idiots that don't necessarily like... Dean needs to get his shit together. <laughs> it's so good. So good. Um, yeah, I have a bunch more, but let's see if anybody else uh, wants to do that one. I, I, will, I will just repeat again. That is uh, Southside Swing by Tia Matvey. It will be linked on the blog and everything. I have to mention that um, Tia was one of the people who told me that they loved Russian to the Altar quite a lot and wanted to have a little squee about it. So there you go. The, the feeling is mutual. <laughs> uh, they they joined a server I'm in recently, and I had to have like a moment where I was like, "All right, be cool, be cool." Just <laughs> 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 like, don't embarrass yourself. <laughs> Bless. Okay, so I was going to mention. Okay, so I've got to mention, I've, I've, been, I've mentioned this a few times before for different um, tropes that we've been discussing, but um, Every Great Top Deserves a Great Bottom by Trenchcoat Baby. 
Um, mm. I love this one. It's only short. It's less than 5,000 words, but it is um, where Cass and Dean are both models, like underwear models. And they've got, they do a photo shoot where I think Dean is at the start, he's kind of a cocky kind of ladies man. And or I, I think he's, yeah, he, I think he's out as being bi, but you know, he's, you know, confident or whatever. And this Russian model guy just sort of turns his head completely. And um, it's lovely. And it also has this really awesome like characterization of Balthazar as like a, a fashion photographer like he's like oh you know pose for me you know that's beautiful you know you can really you can hear it in your head like I'm not gonna do like a accent for him but you know it's it's so well written and um got some really lovely um you know smut at the end of it too so it's a it's porn with with some plot with a little bit of plot excellent do you have any favorites that you'd like to mention Zayshin? any Russian cast favorites? Um, I, I do have one. Uh, it's really old. It's from 2015. I actually just looked it up because I, I couldn't remember. And uh, it's called American Dream by... Let's see. Soup, supernatural. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's spelled... It's supernatural, yeah. but it's spelled funny, you know. Um, <laughs> and it's uh, it's a one-shot uh, 4,000 words, just slightly above. Um, but basically, it's uh, Dean is an office worker, I think, and Cass is a Russian taxi driver. Mm. And they just, yeah, they meet through taxi driving. <laughs> and it's just, I love it because it's it's smutty and it's really gritty. And yeah, it's a it's a it's porn without plot, I would say. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I can re- recommend. It's a short and good one, a quickie. Yeah, lovely. Mm. Sometimes okay. you just need a short one like that. Yeah, yeah perfect for a coffee break. <laughs> well, I've got a couple of short ones that I can recommend. Um, this one is just under seven thousand words, and the second one is only just over a thousand words. And they are both by the wonderful and amazing Ducky Boos. Um, there was no way I was going to do <laughs> Russian cast and not mention them. Um, I decided instead of any of their big fix to focus on one of my favorites, which is Run On For A Long Time. Um, it was published a couple of years ago in 2020. And it's uh, the summary of this one is just Dean meets the love of his life during repeated visits to the emergency room. So um, <laughs> Dean is like an assassin in this basically uh, and he, he makes a few mistakes now and again he's a little clumsy um, goes to the emergency room and obviously doesn't you know have insurance like most people so he ends up kind of bailing <laughs> at the end of each of his visits um, but he keeps seeing this one particular nurse when he's there and it's not that uh, it's not a spoiler because it's it's right there in the tags um, but Cass is definitely not all he appears either <laughs> So it's great. It's it's short, it's it's fun, um, and it's hot. And it, it, I mean, it's, it is quite violent. Clearly, Dean is an assassin in this, so go into it knowing that. But it's very explicit, very fun, um, and Ducky Boo's writing is always a winner. So the shorter That's one <laughs> is just called Cupid Carries a Gun. And this one's really cute. Um, it's about Castiel. Uh, the first time he came to America, he was five years old. Um, 
and you know him, him kind of coming back later on and uh like a kind of crush at first sight for a kid thing that then turns into um friends to enemies when they're older <laughs> so this is um a very much mob and russian mafia fic but it's only a thousand words it's a great like coffee stuck on the phone like whatever kind of thing <laughs> i love how we just fill out our you know little breaks with just porn <laughs> yeah pretty much I'm like oh this bus is taking a while all right whip out the porn for sure i remember back in uh, yeah i think it was 2015 i was uh, studying uh, in a town quite a bit uh, quite far away it was it was one hour by train so yeah, yeah. guess what i did <laughs> yep. pe- pe- people say you can study on the train and i say no <laughs> i have other Let things me whip to out do my porn <laughs> it reminds me there's a, uh, a a meme i saw recently let me try and find it again so i can get it right um so it's you know in um the the, the pride and prejudice movie like the film with Kira knightley not the bbc version mm-hmm. Well, actually, they do this in all of the adaptations, so I don't know why I'm specifying. But um, <laughs> they, the the women all sit around in the in the in the drawing room or whatever it's called, and read or you know do their needlework <laughs> or whatever. And it, yep. the 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 um the caption is me reading unhinged risque fanfic in public with a perfectly straight face, like the lady that I am. <laughs> so true, just in there reading. <laughs> Like, yeah. Yeah, it's so true. <laughs> it's a skill. Um, okay. I had one more to mention, and that is called Adventures in Problem Solving, which is by Blue Eyes and Pie, our friend Sunny. Sunny! Uh, we, this one is only, it's near like 5,000, just over 5,000 words. Um, they're at their roommates in college and um, because Cass is like in America on a, like on a scholarship for, you know, his visa is going to run out at the end of the, their uni degree, like they're going to graduate and then he's going to have to go back to Russia, which he doesn't want to do um, because he's in love with Dean and, and Dean's kind of in love with him and, you know, they, they don't realise. Um, and then um, they it, – it's sort of, I guess – a little echoing of of Russian in that um, they Dean comes up with this idea that they should just get married and then then Cass could stay and Cass is like oh I don't know about this but then they actually he comes around and then eventually they work it like I think it's at their bachelor parties they meet up and actually you know get together and go oh my god we we actually really do want to get married <laughs> you know it's like really sweet um, so yeah, if you're looking for like a, a condensed version of the fake relationship becoming a real relationship, then this one is perfect for that. <laughs> oh, I love this one too. I reread it um, specifically just as as background research for this podcast episode. I yeah. love it. It's really cute. It's super cute. I yeah, I have plenty more. I can do a quick fire round. <laughs> so. Um, I will mention White Russian by, I don't know if it's VIP July or VIP July. Um, it's a long effect, 132,000 words, and it is a Russian mafia fic where, where Dean um, 
has a, a kind of a bit more of a rough life and ends up kind of doing some work for Cass. It does have some like Dom sub elements later on and also kind of a, like a, a fantasy twist that happens later on. So very good. Mm-hmm. Would recommend it. Um, I've read that one several times as well. Yep. Um, for something completely different, I would recommend a little fic called Feeding the Soul by Jess Schlinke, which is just under 8,000 words. And this is um, an Omegaverse story where Dean is a single parent who has just escaped from an abusive relationship and he is in he is pregnant currently and he's living in this little apartment by himself and he doesn't have very much but he has his freedom and he's you know he's, he's doing okay kind of um and then somebody moves in next door this Russian guy and starts cooking amazing smelling food and Dean is hungry and pregnant and basically just goes around with a bowl like look we don't know each other but <laughs> this smells real good <laughs> Um, yeah. this fic, it, it's super soft and super cute, this story. It's more, I would say, pre-Destiel than Destiel, because you, you don't get a lot after the initial kind of like, oh, we could do this. Um, I It was kind of done as uh, two chapters. I don't know if they ever intended on coming back to it, but they did not. It was published in 2018, and it's not been updated since then. Um, but it does feel complete by itself and it's it's just very soft and very cute and like a completely different exploration of the Russian trope to the ones that we're used to. So, yes, we'll very see. cute. Uh, and there's one more that I want to mention, um, which is something new for fans of this trope. So my lovely friend, Briston, has been posting a fic that's not quite finished yet, but we are very close to the end, we're only a few chapters out from the end, um, called Russian Twist, which is a really amazing um, alternate universe Canada spy story. Oh. <laughs> um, it's it's so, so good. Um, it's really hot. The plot is good. Um, you have Dean being terrified of chickens. You have <laughs> a fake relationship that's not that fake. You have... It, it's, it's so good. Like, I just really want everyone to go and read this fic. Mm. I will admit my bias in baitering most of it, <laughs> but it's mm. so good. I love it. Um, it's written really well. It's just so fun. Like it's it's one of those fics that's just really, really fun to read. Um, there's currently just over 70,000 words out there. And like I said, there's a, f- a few chapters to go, a couple chapters left. So we're almost at the end. So please go and read Russian Twist by Briston. It's amazing. Awesome. <laughs> Actually, oh, please I've do, a, and I've please, got a long please plane scream at me about it while you do it because it's so fun. We um, even get like flashbacks to spy times and all kinds of stuff. Like it's it's a good ooh. fun time. Yes, please yell at me about it in DMs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I will say, in case anyone's concerned, it's a good place to read now. Even though it's not finished, like relationship-wise, you will be satisfied. You're not like going to be left hanging, waiting on the relationship side of things. Awesome. So. Okay. Um, Zation, did you have any others that you wanted to recommend? I do have one uh, that was actually, it was published in 2013, but it was uh, Supernatural RPF at the time. Oh, wow. And I, yeah, and I know the author, uh, it's EM Web 17. Mm-hmm. They uh, they took they took it, took it down 
the uh, RPF version version and in 2019 they published uh, it again but they had changed it to to Destiel. Right. Oh, and, uh, that's interesting. I don't know yeah. that I've seen someone do that before. Yeah. No, me neither and I can say uh, the time between taking it down and putting it up again I was devastated I didn't know they were taking it down so so when I couldn't find it to reread I was literally crying so <laughs> but um, it's called uh, it's actually part of a series called Off the Reservation and the first one is called Poe Lazarus I think <laughs> from an old prison song apparently and mm-hmm. basically, uh, Cass is in, in the mob, it, uh, and uh, he's in prison, and Dean is a prison guard, and they start a really, I'd say, unhealthy relationship. Maybe it has dumb, uh, it's it's BDSM undertones. Maybe, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I, I I don't want to spoil too much, uh, but it's it's really good if you if you like more hardcore less healthy versions of uh, dom-sub relationships. Okay. It's great. Mm. Awesome. Alright, I will quickfire mention a couple more, but I'm going to keep it to pretty much titles, authors, and tropes so that people can, because these are all shorter ones, usually. Um, There is a fit called In the Running by the delightful Unforth. Um, This is really fun. It was written for the first um, profound bond server fanzine um, and it's a story where Dean's been looking forward to his college reunion for months and keeps thinking back to, to Cass the like one that you know Cass is, he's going to show Cass what he missed and Cass doesn't remember him um, so it's fun it's fun um, there's another one called Remember This Feeling by Super Honey which is an Olympic Games AU which is kind of awesome I've seen very few of those um, Dean is a hockey player and Castiel is a speed skater um, so those that's very fun. Um, also one I have not read for a very long time, but because uh, it was published back in 2016, and it's a bit longer, 85,000 words, it's called The Cost of Falling by Jinxed Ambitions. Um, and there are definitely some kind of, you know, um, darker moments in, in this. Um, it's a historical fic, so there's some period typical homophobia going on here. Um, but it's set in a circus in the 1950s where Cass is an aerialist and Dean um, is the rigger at the circus. So that's like a completely different, like something really out in the left field again. Yeah. Yeah. And I know we've covered it on the podcast before, so I won't go into details, but I can't mention Russian Cass without mentioning Roll With It by Sultan Halo, um, where Cass is going to get deported from his job pretty much forces <laughs> Dean to marry him. It's an AU of the proposal with Sandra Bullock, the movie. Oh, my, yeah. Yeah, but I think we have talked about that one on the podcast before, so if I can find the episode where we did mention that before, I will link it. Uh, but that is by um, Salt and Halo. Yay. I'm going to shut up Sweet. now, because I could be here a long time. <laughs> well, we can put all of your other recommendations on the on the post. Um Yes. And if you need more reading material after all of this <laughs> that we've been talking about, um, go check that out. Yeah, so you can find all those links on this episode's post on mixtapebookclub.com. Um, if you'd like to get in touch with us, um, you can tell us about uh, Please, Please tell Mal what you thought about Russian to the Altar. I'm sure she'd love to hear <laughs> 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 
Um, it's not too late. <laughs> um, but you can also um, you can get in touch with us on like the podcast on social media under Mixtape Book Club in most places. Um, or you can email us contact at mixtapebookclub.com. Or if you'd like to chat with us on Discord, we're on Profound Bond Discord server in our own channel there. Or you can um, subscribe to our coffee um, and get into our own uh, Discord server as well. A very big thank you to you, Zation, for coming to talk to us today. Very big thank you to you <laughs> for inviting me. <laughs> Have you got um, some fix coming up? Or what are you working on that you'd like to share? Uh, I'm actually posting a fic right now um, that I'm working on. Uh, that's uh, actually a follow-up to a one-shot that I was uh, I wrote a while back. Yeah. And uh, someone told me that I, it would be fun to read more about this. And I yeah talked about it with my boyfriend and my beta and came up with some stuff. So yeah. Nice. We'll have a link to your um, AO3 profile, so if people want to read more of your stuff, then you can find that um, on our post as well. Yay! Yay. Yes! Station has over 130 <laughs> supernatural picks to choose from, so I'm sure you can find <laughs> something. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Impressive. <laughs> Hopefully something will, uh, will suit you. Okay, so coming up in our next episode, uh, I'm looking forward to this one, we are going to discuss fix... Um, where either Dean or Cass um, is a tattooist. So it's finally time for Tattoo AUs, one that has been requested by several people on our Kofi Discord server. So yep. hopefully we will have a lot of fun recommendations for that one. Definitely. There's some really great ones out there. Thank you everyone for listening and we'll talk to you again soon. And as always, remember that the story isn't over until we say it is. Bye.